Agents Podcast. Welcome to the Lab Code Agents Podcast. This episode is brought to you by the Lab Code Agents Marketing Center. The LCA Marketing Center is designed specifically for the real estate world. It's a design center for marketing that has templates created so you can just plug and play. From flyers, postcards, buyer presentations to open house signs and Instagram posts. Check it out for free for seven days at lcamarketingcenter.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Lab Code Agents podcast. And today I get the pleasure of interviewing a gentleman who has become a friend and a colleague in the business, and I'm excited for some ventures that we are talking about, and even more excited to share with you today his expertise. We are talking to the co-founder of the platform called Whitley. It is a client generation software for agents. We're talking about Grant Wise, who is a client generation, paid ad, lead generation, branding, conversion, and probably many other things expert. And I promise you, you are going to learn something today. So pay attention. Welcome to the show, Grant Wise. Uh, Thanks, man. I appreciate the opportunity. Awesome. So Grant, let's assume not everybody knows who you are. So let's start with you telling our audience a little bit about yourself, where you come from, where you are in the country, and how you kind of got brought up in this business. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Thanks again for having me. I uh, was born and raised in Northwest Arkansas. We call it NWA for all of you, uh, you hip people. And (laughs) I, um, I kind of grew up in the real estate industry. So I got my start in it about uh, nine years ago now, actually, we started, I started a brokerage when I was 21. And we had launched a 100% commission-based agency. We we're going to change the world. You know, we're going to be in 500 markets in five years. We had all these really cool things we wanted to do. But I had had some other businesses that I'd owned at the time, which resulted uh, in failure, unfortunately. And that kind of brought its nasty little head into my real estate business. And uh, ended up 23 years old, sitting in the bankruptcy court, going through that whole process. And around that same time, the people that brought in to help fund the growth of the real estate company said, hey, man we think you're the reason this company's not growing and we want you to get out of here. And uh, I was like, where do you want me to go? <laughs> I don't know what else to do, man. This thing's been my whole identity for a couple of years. And so I uh, freaked out. That was uh, Friday the 13th, August 13th, 2014. And about a week goes by. I said, you know what? I'm going to teach real estate agents what I've been trying to teach them this whole time, which is how to grow their business using social media. So in 2014, September 1st, 2014, we launched uh, I, I launched a Facebook ad. I was bankrupt. I had nothing, lost everything. I had $25 to my name. My, my girlfriend at the time, now my wife claims that she's the one that gave me the 25 bucks. And she was my uh, seed investor, I guess you could call that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I put out some Facebook ads uh, myself for a little social media boot camp I'd thrown together. And this wonderful woman by the name of Tanya out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, bought my little uh, course for a thousand bucks. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot in those moments. Uh, you know, that was such an important time for me. First and foremost, learned that I was still valuable, even though a lot of the people, you know, kind of that were around me at the time were telling me I wasn't. And I was learning, I learned that I could really help solve somebody's problem. Tanya went on that first year that we worked together. She sold 48 houses, earned just over $150,000 in income, all from one little Facebook ad that I showed her. And it was so cool. The next 12 months of my life was just kind of taking it slow. I was starting to make money again, thankfully, helping people. And kind of observed that 
everybody I was working with was going to about six figures in income in around eight months. And I was like, dude, this is incredible. This is awesome. People are getting results. I'm actually helping people using the experiences that I'd kind of gone through. And so I started investing myself, joining masterminds and getting, you know, higher levels of education. And I think it was December of 2015, we packaged up everything that we had been teaching for the last year into a full-blown course. So wait, so wait a second. So the, the gal, the, the one from South Dakota was also 2015, right? That was your first ad? No, September 1st, 2014. 14. Okay. So gotcha. We worked together a whole year. We took all those students from September to September, 14 to 15. And we took all those students, made case studies and, and, and all that and built training courses that we launched in December of 2015. So we actually launched like a legitimate course in right. 2015. So basically you were essentially coaching these people individually, essentially. Basically, yeah. And by, and by people, you, you know, you mentioned her. Uh, how many others uh, jumped in? with? I her? worked with, uh, I think it was right around 10 or less. I didn't actually work with a ton of people. I, I, um, I didn't work with a ton of people that, that next year. I just really selective. I just kind of worked with the, the people that showed up. You know, I was creating a ton of content at that time. And uh, was just really selective about the people that we worked with. So it was more in like a, hey, let's lock arms and work really closely together type capacity. I spent a ton of time uh, bootstrapping, if you will, our way to success with each of those people. And uh, so, yeah, it wasn't a big thing. Like it was just me and a few people and we were just all working really hard. That's pretty cool though, because, because some people essentially shit on you and, you know, they booted you out, right? And right or wrong. Uh, so it's almost like you had a vendetta to prove them wrong. And the people who jumped on uh, were the recipients of that vendetta, which was a good vendetta for them, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't talk about it much at the time, but yeah, I'm a little more comfortable talking about it now, obviously years later, but it, it was just, it was an incredible experience. And you know, we got into 20, late 2015, early 2016, we, we launched a course. We ended up uh, our first year that from 15 to 16, we brought in over 650 students teaching them how to grow through Facebook ads. And in uh, the next year, we doubled our business again and added Whitley. So we didn't start out as Whitley. Uh, we, we developed Whitley as, you know, a really unique solution that solved a really unique problem uh, that, our, that our clients were having in, in 2017 is when we launched that. And uh, that was one of the coolest, coolest things I've ever done. Coolest Launching a product that was super successful from day one that uh, wasn't even complete was probably one of the coolest things I've ever gotten to do. But <laughs> we've had a bunch of loyal, loyal clients uh, since day one, and I'm, I'm eternally grateful to those people. But you know what? All I've done is I've, I've helped people leverage a, a really unique platform, paid ads, and, and develop a really unique process called client generation that, that really just helps people generate leads, build a brand, and convert more customers. And I've, I've gotten the great, uh, you know, great fortune of just helping sell billions of dollars of real estate. You know, we've got over 3,000, almost 3,500 students now that I work with all over the country and then some internationally and what we, what we teach people to do and what we help people do, it, it, it really does have an impact they, they really do go off and their, their life really changes from it. And so it's, it's been an incredible, incredible ride. You know, the last nine years, I just turned 30. I'm still a very young guy, but I've gotten to, to live a lot of life in the last, uh, you know, almost decade in the, in the real estate space. And uh, yeah, so that's the short of it. I'd say so. 
Did you guys hear that? He just turned 30 years old. So for most of you listening, I mean, I'm 42, almost 43, and I feel young. And then you come along and you make me feel really freaking old. So, but, but it's, but it's, it's, it's a testament. I mean, obviously it's very, very impressive. Clearly, you know what the hell you're doing. And I've got a lot of questions for you because I, I want to talk more about like what it has evolved into. Uh, but I'm really curious, and I think I'm trying to put my my mind in in the viewer's head or the audience's head, the listener's head, and say, okay, so timing was really good for you, like 14, 15, 16. Like this was you were ahead of your time. Like you were getting into Facebook ads before anybody barely even had Facebook account. Not anybody, but where they were effectively using it, right? Very new, yeah, very new. And so it was easier then, and it's yeah. evolved, and it's a hell of a lot harder now. But I don't want to put the cart before a horse here. So kind of talk about where it started and and then let's lead up to like where it is today and then kind of get more into specifics about what you're doing now for those 3,500 students. Yeah, I think that something that's a really important thing to, to, to learn here for those of you listening, and this is just a teaching moment right off the bat, is that whenever the number one rule of marketing is you have to know who you're marketing to and you got to know what they want. And so if you put yourself in a buyer or seller's shoes, well... Uh, if we give them what they quote want, not what they need, well, we know they want to look at homes and they want to know how much their home is worth. Those are the two most valuable things that uh, a prospective client wants to do. And so I was, I did nothing special. I just looked at historically at the real estate industry and said, okay, what's the number one thing that uh, has always connected buyers and, and sellers or buyers and uh, prospective um, uh, buyers and sellers, buyers and agents or sellers and agents. And that was lists of properties to look at. It's these old MLS books that evolved into sites and evolved into IDX feeds and evolved into you know everything that we have now. And so what we did is we just took a we put out an ad that gave people an opportunity to download a list of properties. You know, statistically speaking, 52% of people that want to buy a home also have a home to sell. So it was a great value proposition for people that were looking for property, even if they had a property to sell. We grabbed a ton of trade-up business that way, or at least that's what we helped our, our initial clients do. So we would just put out one ad, click here to download your free list of homes, and we turned it into a really scientific process. When we got started, we didn't really know what we were doing, and we were just kind of putting it out there, and the angle started to work. Then we started to notice these little scientific things that we could do to make it better and better and better, like using certain pictures, like using certain price points, uh, you know, understanding that the, the median price point in the MLS, that data that you have for the last 90 days is actually a clue as to where the market's at, where you should be spending your time and energy. And so when we first got started teaching people Facebook ads, we would just show them how to set up these homes list ads that would help them generate these buyer and seller leads. And, and back in the day, it was literally like a dollar, $2, $3, $4, and there was nobody else doing it, which is partly why we had so much success. And I think it's important to note, you know, as we sit here today, mid-pandemic, mid-crisis, we're seeing a lot of that simplicity come back from what worked years ago is actually now working just like it did because there's been so much fallout. And we can touch on that in a minute. But that ad angle has really worked since day one. It still works today, almost just as good as it did back then. And as we grew, we evolved and, and developed new campaigns. We came out with one we call the social listing method, which is showing people how to market property the same way you market the homes list. We have a strategy that we teach. We call it our fish in a barrel campaign because mm -hmm. it's literally like shooting fish in a barrel. If you want to generate a listing frenzy in your business, 
tell your buyer's story on social media with a paid ad and you will generate more listings in your business than you ever thought you probably could. There's so many little bitty things that we got to develop along the way that helped us continually do that first thing that we help people do, which is generate leads. And then over time, the branding element came out and became really very crucial, uh, a very, very crucial component to the third phase of what we do, which is conversion. And so as we have done this, you know, for the last several years and developed software products and all those types of things, we've just continually tried to innovate the process so that things worked just as well as they worked day one with Tanya. We want to make sure that we continue to drive that type of success in somebody's business, which means we have to continually innovate the ways that we do that. When more people come to the table to eat, right, there's, there's fewer bites of food for everybody. And if you don't innovate the way that your strategy works, it's going to be really hard for you to stay relevant. And I think that's in part why we've been, why we've just been around. You know, there's a lot of people that jump into the guru space that, uh, you know, have training and education insight and they're here for a time and then they go. And uh, that's not really what our goal was. We just got into this because I personally got into this because I wanted to help people not have to go through what I went through with bankruptcy and some of those different types of things. And that's remained a huge driving force as we've helped save many people from that same type of uh, unfortunate, you know, side effect of doing business sometimes. But uh, that's kind of where we got started uh, back in the day and, and, and how that's progressed. I love it. So there's, there's two things I wanted to point out there is, is one, you, you, you mentioned it like the average human, they, well, our industry, let's actually, let's be very specific to real estate industry. It's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. And a lot of people in this industry are old dogs and they just refuse to adopt. Like this has worked for me. I've had this billboard and have this bus bench and I've just been doing it forever. I'm not changing. I'm not opening up a computer. I'm not getting a social media account. And, and what you just said is, is extremely important. And that's part of the reason why I asked the original question about the evolution, because uh, I do think there's a lot of people and a lot of companies still pushing Facebook ads. And it's so diluted now that you have to continue to evolve. You have to continue to get better or otherwise, or be ahead, or you're never going, it's, you're not going to have success and you're going to vacate. You're going to blow some money and you're going to get just a bunch of crap leads. That, that was, that's first, which it's kind of a no brainer, but I feel like it needs to be said. I want to ask you a specific question about something you said, which was the fish in the barrel uh, campaign. And you talked about telling a story and I, I was thinking, okay, I have a seller. I need to create a story. Give us an example of a story that a listing agent would grab from a seller or how do they invoke that? How do they pull out a story from an at the average seller? So it's actually the opposite. You want to grab the buyer's story. If you're trying to generate listings, you want to use the buyer, uh, probably not the right word here, but think of it as bait, right? And this is an old FISBO trick. It's an old expired trick. These are the scripts. Hey, Mr. or Mrs. Seller, I got a buyer that might be thinking about your house, which may or might not even be true, but that's what everybody typically tells you to say, right? So what we did, and I had a student actually help me develop this strategy, a student out of Las Vegas. We, we worked together And we realized that if we could just take that FISBO and expired angle, right? That's a marketing angle. It's a sales angle. And we could adapt that to social media. We probably could develop a win. So what we did is we went out to a buyer and we said, hey, look, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, I'm going to throw this camera on your face for just two seconds. And I want you to tell me who you are, why you want to move, where you want to go, what you're looking for, and uh, when you want to make all that stuff happen. 
why, what, who, where, when, however that, that uh, plays out. And uh, they did, you know, 90 second video, nothing really long, just something to create the personal connection and to actually show that you do have a buyer that is interested in purchasing a home. This strategy worked way better when Facebook had fewer restrictions for obvious reasons because we would literally drop a pin on a subdivision and the video would be about that subdivision. It would be obviously like taking candy from a baby. It was very simple. So and somebody it, would be like specific. I really want to move into XYZ subdivision. I want to buy a home in the Thurnberry, you know, Turnberry subdivision, a three bedroom, two bath. I'm looking for something in 275. And that's every house in this neighborhood, right? So it would be very easy to drop a pin on that subdivision and it would work so well, like so well. And we noticed with some of the restrictions, we had to adjust a little bit. So we just pulled back, you know, some of the specifics. Um, maybe don't mention a subdivision or something. Maybe just mention a school district or whatever that might look like. But what we did is we take that buyer story and we would advertise it to the community. And people would start either doing one of two things. They would start commenting, I got a house to sell. I'm interested in selling. Reach out to me. And we would set a bot a messenger bot up on the ad. So if anybody commented, an automatic message would kick off to them through Facebook and we would start a conversation or they would tag their buddy. Hey, Jerry, I know that you're over there. You know, you got a house that's just like these people would like, blah, blah, blah. So one of two things, one of those two things would happen, start scooping up listings like crazy. Everybody that we saw use this ad had so much success. It's a very closely held secret kind of within our uh, training platform. We don't talk about it a whole lot, but we have a ton of students that used it because it's an incredible f- strategy for generating sellers. And it's an even better strategy for generating sellers in low to no inventory markets. We're, uh, the reason I even bring this up right now is because we're in one of those low to no inventory uh, times. And when you can use strategies with bait, i.e. a buyer, and you can market that to people that maybe not necessarily have been thinking about selling or, or maybe they have. Uh, every, I think everybody's probably at least gave it a look with everything going on. What's my house worth? It, it, it really uses the power of story, which is so crucial in marketing and, and sales and branding, advertising. And it puts those uh, buyers in front of people that, uh, you know, have, have a product to sell, which is their home. I love and, it. Uh, it's, 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 it's like, it's like swimming upstream though, in a way, because I even made the mistake of saying, listing seller story, which, which I, I teach that, like I teach video and uh, better ways to create listing videos and whatnot. And I always tell agents, you need to tell a story, find out what the seller is, find out something about the home or about their family where you can tell a story and make people feel just really warm and, and, yeah. and, and bring, you know, bring, make it authentic. But you guys are doing something that's, that's, I hadn't even thought about because that's brilliant. Because again, you're going to get a bunch of interest from people who are on that fence of, should we sell? Oh, Okay. Oh, look, there's yes. a buyer right yes. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it. It almost almost probably creates a competitive situation. Well, I, I imagine it does. I, I've we've seen the strategy work so many times in so many different ways. Multiple offers, bidding war. Like we've definitely seen the strategy work. You know all the normal ways that it would work in real estate. But again, I always tell people like, look, I'm no hero. All I did was my research. You know, I, I researched the fact that you know historically people wanted lists of properties to look at, so we created an ad for list of properties. Historically sellers or I'm sorry, agents will call and tell FISBOs and expires they've got buyers. Well, that strategy works on the phone. Why wouldn't it work on social media? So we took that strategy and we applied it to social and boom, it worked. I'm not, you know, like I'm not, I'm just 
I'm just a guy that took old strategies that worked offline and applied them online and, and obviously they work. So, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'll give you credit where credit is due because you're obviously doing something amazing. You have 3,500 people that would attest to that, uh, who are paying members of your platform. And that is your, that is a great enough testament testament in and of itself. Uh, but let's talk, let's continue on this conversation. And so, and obviously assuming you're willing to, to kind of divulge, but Okay, you said that that worked really well when you could drop a pin before the restrictions started to get added. So did that strategy continue to evolve or did that strategy just fizzle? No, it actually works just as well today. Uh, it's just the 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 using a pinpoint uh, to target some an area geographically doesn't work as well. But what you guys could do is you could still download a FISBO list or an expired list and you can upload that as a custom audience in Facebook and you could target that buyer story to those people. So you're still targeting people that are known to be interested in those things. And you're going to have a lot of success from that. That's, that's what we've done to make that adjustment, to make that tweak, is we've just simply used known data to, to, to target those things too. So we're still targeting the sellers. Some of Facebook's restrictions make it a little more difficult in, in some ways. But when you can provide Facebook with a, a set of data points to use, which gives them a certain level of anonymity, you know, the reason Facebook got in trouble or sued by HUD is because of an old rule called redlining, right? It felt like agents could use the platform to discriminate even if they were doing it inadvertently. And so they came out with these restrictions. Well, when you provide Facebook with data, you're just giving, you're giving them the anonymity, like I said, in, hey, this was their data. We just targeted the ads to it, right? We didn't do anything wrong. So there's a certain level of comfort that lies in using some of the data that you have access to, to strategically still target people you know are interested in your product, which is what's so powerful about Facebook, the specific nature of its targeting, and then using marketing angles that you know work really, really, really well, you know, don't rain with the wheel, to get your, your desired result. Whether you want more buyers, sellers, renters, investors, it doesn't really matter. There are historical... Uh, pieces of evidence that would show us what works in marketing and what doesn't. So let's go find those things and then use them on this platform. I love it. I love it. Okay, cool. So uh, you you mentioned the branding piece. That's a very popular uh, topic nowadays. I speak on it. Uh, So I'm curious to get your take on branding and how you're utilizing it or how you're teaching it uh, to your students or how you're having them execute branding. All right, look, so pay attention to this. If you're, if you're listening to the, you're going to want to turn up the volume. Uh, you're going to remove the distractions because if you miss any part of what I'm about to say, you're going to be upset. This is crucial to the success of your conversion rate with paid advertising right now. We had a student come in and brand new agent, didn't have any you know traditional ways of generating leads. We started getting him leads. He's like, man, I just I can't get anybody to talk to me. I can't get anybody to answer the phone. Nobody's responding to my texts. And I'm sure there's a lot of it, you know, listening to this right now, you're probably having some similar things happen. And so we started to evolve the conversion process with retargeting and remarketing. And if you don't know what retargeting is, it's kind of like when you go to Amazon to buy a product and you decide not to buy it and then it follows you all over the internet. We started to teach this agent how to do that with their brand. What we realized is that the reason the buyers and sellers weren't responding or answering was because they were going through something called discovery. And you, you would relate this to reading reviews, doing those types of things. They were doing their due diligence on the agent that they wanted to to eventually do business with. So what we would do is we taught him some videos, uh, taught him how to do a little bit of video marketing. We showed him exactly what types of videos to create, 
how to create them, how to post them to social media and how to promote them. And we would target those videos immediately at the leads he was generating. So a lead comes into his database, boom, now he's got contact. Immediately, we would start following that person all over the internet with video content to help him build a relationship with that lead. This was huge because now he converts three to 5% of the leads he generates, meaning every 100 leads is three to five closed transactions because he was able to create a system that allowed him to build a relationship with the prospect virtually on autopilot. So he only focuses his time and energy on the buyers and sellers that are ready to go right now while his system is out there building a brand, i.e. a relationship with the market. Listen to these stats. He sent me his stats for 2019. 64 homes sold, $35,000 in ad spend. Okay, that's roughly is like four hundred ish dollars per home sold. I don't know if you would or not. You know, you can you can tell me. I would gladly spend four hundred dollars if I knew I was going to get a commission check. Right, that's what his business is. But listen to this: eight hundred and I think it's thirty six thousand views on his videos in twenty nineteen. Almost a million views on his brand because of that strategy. And he, he netted $396,000 in commission from this exact process. He would generate a lead and then he would follow that lead everywhere they went on the internet with a piece of video content that allowed him to build a relationship with those people without ever even talking to them. That's amazing. And, and let's clarify that. So when you say he would follow them around, he's not doing anything. The system's doing it for him. He just created the content and then it pushes the content. That's exactly right. He would do a little bit of work on a Tuesday. He would create a five minute video and then he would put that video in an ad and that ad would follow those people everywhere that they went. And he, his average runtime, and we looked at this was about eight and a half weeks per video. That means he would recreate one video and it would work for him for eight and a half weeks. He wasn't creating new videos every single day. He was creating one really good piece of content and then letting that video go as long as it would go until it eventually got burnt out, which happens in advertising. You see it all the time where people change commercials. That's burnout, ad burnout. So every eight and a half weeks, he would create a new video. And that video would work for him for, for you know a couple of months. And then he would do it all over again. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Uh, so when it comes to the branding piece, you're telling, so again, they stopped. They turned up the volume. It's the retargeting piece that is the biggest play. And let me ask you this, uh, because this is me uh, talking about how I do it. And I don't do any retargeting uh, because I play the game. And I don't. I, I think the way I'm doing it is, is far more labor intensive. I know that. Uh, but it also gives me the platform to go speak about it and talk about it because I'm living, breathing proof. Uh, the reason I'm saying this is because, a, a, you know, we're not endorsing anything here. Obviously, Grant, I believe in what he's doing. Uh, but at the same token, like this is the algorithm game, right? This is ex basically what you're doing with retargeting. And if you want to be crazy like me and just create a crap ton of content across a bunch of different platforms, the whole goal is that I'm showing up on people's feeds more often because I'm creating content that gets more engagement, which means I'm getting more eyeballs, which means I'm creating more opportunities. This is exactly what I preach. And, and that's the same concept. You're just basically finding a way, because I already know the answer to this question. If I interviewed 100 people and said, do you want to do it Grant's way or do you want to do it Jeff's way? 99.5 of them are going to say Grant's way because it's easier, 
right? I enjoy, I, I enjoy it. Like it's, it's like a video game that's unbeatable and I just can't stop playing it because I want to keep going on, right? But, I, and the reason I say that is because you can do this. Like you don't have to go hire grant service uh, and I'll, call, I'll teach you, but I'm telling you right now, I'm going to overwhelm you. Like you're going to be like, holy crap, I have to, like, even my own wife says, you're exhausting. You are exhausting with what you're like last night. I'm laying in bed at 1230 at night, yeah, watching yeah. people's videos and engaging their videos. Cause that's the game, right? That's what you have yeah. to do. Yeah. And so I say that only because it's, it's, it's not easy. It's very hard, but it's very attainable. Right. What the, the ability that you have on social media today is the greatest opportunity in in business in the history of mankind. Like you have so much opportunity and if you're not taking advantage of it, you're an idiot. Absolute idiot. Whether you're not doing it how I'm doing it, or the way Grant's doing it, or any other platforms doing it, you're an idiot. Take advantage of it. Yeah, I think it's it's crucial to understand. And one of the things that I understand, the reason that we def- we we create systems like this is to solve problems. Right? You know, real estate agents in in a lot of cases don't have the luxury of spending a ton of time on content creation because they're also writing contracts, negotiating deals, dealing with appraisals, inspections. You know, you have to also run a business. And I think there's a certain coaching element that has to exist in your life where you have mentors that are showing you how to create systems and processes, because I think it's more important for you to focus on building a brand than I do to operate your business. And I think that's something really crucial to understand is that you do not just, I always tell people, just because you're in business doesn't mean you need to be the one doing business. An easy way to translate that is Elon Musk, obviously is the brand behind Tesla He's not spending all of his time on the factory line assembling Teslas, right? Just because he's in business doesn't mean he's the one doing all the business. But the, the, the reality is not every agent understands how to make the maximum amount of money working less than 20 or 30 hours a week. That's why I think you should get a coach. What I'm saying is that if we can take a piece of content and think of it like we're turning that piece of content into an employee, a salesperson that's going to go out and work for us for the next eight weeks. We're going to pay them a dollar a day, right? That's what we're doing here is we're giving our content an opportunity to work for us until they can't do it anymore. And then we're going to let them take a break and we're going to put a new employee in the game. That's all we're doing here. And yes, it's a much easier strategy. I know Unequivocally, I probably would have a much larger brand, maybe, I don't really know that, I guess, if I put content out every single day. But I also have a business to run, and so I don't do that. I don't focus as much time on content creation as I should. That's a problem. And it became so much of a problem, I had to figure out, how can I get the best of both worlds? Well, if my videos are out there working every single day for me, even though I'm not working on them, that's powerful because it allows me to build a relationship with my community that's watching those things. If you've seen my ads once, you've seen them a dozen times, maybe different ones, so on and so forth. But if I get you in my world, I'm going to try everything I can to keep you. And if I can't be on stories every day, or I can't do this or that or whatever the other every day, I got to make sure I have something that's doing it. And I think that's crucial. I think every agent wants something like that because at the end of the day, the follow-up process for most people called the lead, I text the lead, they didn't answer and moved on to the next, Right. That's really stupid, but <laughs> it's also not likely to change much right. unless you hire ISAs and you do all of those types of things because you don't want to do it. So if I can instead follow these people all over the internet with content and build that relationship with them while I have a lazy sales process, my odds have just 
quadrupled, even more so than the person that loves being on the phones four to six hours a day. Four to six hours is only four to six hours of a 24-hour day. What's working for you the other 20 hours of the day to help you grow your business? That's what a system does. That's why what we does, why what we do works so exceptionally well because it's it's a system that cannot be outworked. It does not need holidays. It never gets sick. As long as you feed the machine, you're always going to have opportunity. You're always going to have attention, and that's the game we're playing. I love it, man. I love it. And and you mentioned something about being on social every single day, and you know the people like Gary Vee say it. Uh, Grant Cardone or Frank Kern, right? They they say like you should be creating at least seven pieces of content every single day on every single platform, which is just stupid, right? I mean, uh, there are days I actually do it, but it's stupid. It's not sustainable. Like Gary Vee's got a team of people doing it for him, right? This is all he does. And the one thing I wanted to say about that, whereas you said I could be creating content, the mindset shift that everybody needs to have, and a lot of you have heard this, if you haven't heard it, then I'm going to tell it to you right now is you need to think about it as documenting, document mm-hmm. your life. That's your content that you could be creating. So although what you should be doing is documenting your life every single day, but then also creating content to be working when you don't want to, when you're sleeping all the other times with platforms like what Grant Wise has put together. thousand percent. I could agree more. thousand percent. Love it. Love it, man. So you and you even touched a little bit on conversion there, too, where you were talking about, you know, again, uh, this is the average. What does the average agent do? It's probably they call what a lead once, maybe twice, maybe one and a half times, and they just let it go. And and it's, that's where it's, it's, it's a bad system. Look, at the end of the day, systems don't fail. People do. And if you put the wrong person in the wrong system, it's not going to work. And everybody always tells me what I say sounds too good to be true. And I agree with you. It does. It sounds incredible, right? Sounds like, man, just sounds like another guru, guru type on here talking about the next greatest thing. When I started teaching people Facebook ads years and years and years ago, everybody told me I was an idiot that I had to cold, you had to cold call and door knock and junk mail. You had to do all that stuff where you had to go buy leads from third parties. And then we started helping people do it. And we started not just helping people do it, but people were thriving, making multiple six figure incomes. I've produced many millionaires because of that one decision to drown out the noise and just do what I know works really, really well. Well, I started telling people, Hey, look, you don't have to call people so many times or text people so many times or email, like put, put automated systems in place that do that stuff for you and start creating content that builds a relationship with those people. Grant, you just don't understand. That's not how it works. You got to get face to face. You got to get belly to belly. You got to pick up the phones. Like, no, it's all crap. You don't have to do those things. I've not made one cold call since I've been in business the last six years and I've generated over 17,000 appointments for my company. Am I right or am I wrong? Obviously the strategy I use worked worked for me and it's working for a bunch of other agents that we've got out there. What we do on the conversion side is we use something that we call call to action campaigns. If somebody has watched a certain portion of our video content, we can track that. And we can say, okay, that person watched 50% of my video. I'm going to show them another ad that gives them an opportunity to book an appointment with me or to jump into a messenger conversation with me. I'm only going to talk to people that have either already paid me money or are about to. And you guys can think I'm an arrogant jerk because of that. But you listening to this likely feel the exact same way. I wish I could only talk to people that wanted to do business. That's what systems for client acquisition or client generation like we're talking about allow you to do. They allow you to only communicate with people that either have already signed documents 
or are in the process of doing those things with you. I only want to talk to people that are ready to go, just like you only want to talk to buyers and sellers that are ready to go. So let your systems do all the hard client acquisition work while you spend your time servicing the needs of your clients, of your customers. That is what's going to really, in my opinion, and, and based on what I've seen with our students, allow you to optimize certain things around generating new customers. And I mean, that's fuel, man. When you're not doing stuff that you don't like doing in your business, you get so much more fuel and energy to do the, the things that you do love really, 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 really well. And that's been my entire point around generating leads, around building a brand, around converting customers, is it doesn't have to be the way it's always been. We're living through one of the most unique times in human history with this pandemic, with the tools and the resources and things that we have today. Everybody just found out that there's new ways to do things. Forced evolution and innovation took place, you know, just within the last few weeks. And in this industry, in real estate, a very traditional space, almost overnight, we had to innovate the way that we wanted to do things if we wanted to keep going. Just because it's always been done one way doesn't mean it has to be done that way. You can generate leads without cold calling and door knocking and sending out junk mail and buying leads from third parties that don't have maybe your best interest in mind. You can build a brand without getting belly to belly with people and having conversations. You can convert customers with systems that do those things for you is really, you know, my only point in a lot of this. And, you know, our track record of helping people do that is very strong. And so, yeah. I love it. I love it, man. So uh, we're, we're running long on time here. So let's, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about the platform. So again, you know, this started in 15 and evolved into what it is today, which is Whitley. So if anybody has any interest in learning more about that, like what can you tell them about, like how, how would that look for them? If they wanted to get into the platform, how would they get a hold of you? Uh, give, give them all the goods on that. Yeah, the, the number one thing that I think that you should do is just go to my website, go to likegrantwise.com, L-I-K-E grantwise.com. And on my website, you're going to see how you're going to, you can learn more about Whitley. You can follow our podcast or our, our social platforms, uh, but you could see how a system like that could maybe go to work for you if you were interested in something like that. We created Whitley to make people's lives easier. Like that was at the, at the root of what we were doing when we, we founded the platform. We were teaching people how to implement strategies to generate more business. And we found that most of the clients we were working with had a ton of tech challenges, building landing pages and creating email sequences and texts and integrations and pixels and Zapiers and all these things. And so all we really did at the heart of, you know, creating that platform was we automated that whole workload. We went out and every marketing funnel Every ad, every everything that we you know taught people to do, we just have slowly over time built Whitley into a platform that does those things for people. So it's it's kind of like the lazy man or woman's platform. I, I don't mean that like, but if you want to spend your time being a, a realtor as opposed to such an insanely professional marketer, advertiser, salesperson, that's really kind of who our platform was was meant for. Was somebody that wanted to to have really great marketing in place so they could generate clients. Uh, but maybe you didn't have all the time in the world or all the technical abilities to to do those things. Sure, sure. Well, and, and I'll, let me say something for, for you on saying the lazy man's platform. I mean, if you want to execute anything at any level, uh, there is no easy way. So it doesn't matter. You can plug right. and play in this platform. But like I said, if you're not going to be creating your own content on the side, cool. it just kind of accentuates your brand or you're not going to be converting at a neurotic level or you're not going to be running your business. Yeah, you're not going to have any success. It doesn't matter if you're buying 
you know, right. any, any of the other lead aggregators leads, uh, it's the same concept. You got to work. Well, I mean, I them. think it's also important to understand that like realtors uh, are traditionally taught to be producers, i.e. call, make hundred calls, knock 50 doors. You're taught to take so many actions in a day to get the result that you want. And I, this is a controversial opinion, but in my mind, a producer is another really great word for employee. You're a great employee. You're not a great business person because business people try to create leverage because they want their money to work for them so that they don't have to work to create that money. And so when you implement systems like mine or you know whatever that might look like, what you're doing is you're replacing the time that you would spend to do those things with things that you actually like doing, servicing your client's needs, planting flowers in your garden, taking your son to fish. Like it really doesn't matter, but yes, you do have to take some of that time to reallocate it towards creating content, maybe instead of answering a hundred phone calls or whatever that might look like. like. Client events or something like that, that you've always been wanting to do, but you don't have the time to do. Yeah. The goal is to give you as much of your time back as humanly possible to focus on Grow, focus on working on your business as opposed to work, spending so much time in your business. And that's really all we've ever tried to do. Love it, man. Love it. So again, it's likegrantwise.com. It's the best place to go. Uh, what, uh, what, what's, what's kind of a final closing statement that you would have to share with our audience? What do you Just say? Stumped you there, huh? What do you say in a time like this? Look, you know, I traveled the country all, all, uh, all the time, especially before the pandemic kind of took place. And then I started virtually, you know, traveling. But uh, I, I've spoken at the Inman's, the, the brokerage events, the NARREP events. Uh, I go to office meetings all the time. Like I've, I've just traveled like crazy for the last few years. And I walk into every speaking engagement, whether it's 10 people or it's 1,000 people or more. And I ask this one question how much money does it cost you to generate a customer in your business? And you would be baffled at how few people actually know what that number is. If you're listening to this podcast right now, or you're listening to this interview right now, you've got to understand that your cost per lead is quite possibly one of the most irrelevant stats or measuring sticks that you have in your business. It is almost pointless to look at that number. You've got to understand that Uh, A lot of real estate agents are just looking at the wrong thing. Nobody knows how much it costs them to acquire a customer and foolishly think that they don't spend money getting customers because they spend their time to do it. And we've seen that the people that use their time to generate customers actually end up spending on average eight times more in money loss than those that just spend their money to to go out there. But the point is that if you want to know the secret to growing one of the biggest companies in your market, It is understanding the oldest and most truest rule in business. He or she who spends the most to acquire customers wins. Amazon's proved it. Walmart's proved it. Starbucks has proved it. Nike's proved it. All these major brands have proved it. And you don't have to have a multi-billion dollar marketing budget like these people do. You can take a few dollars a month and use a platform like Facebook or Instagram or something like that and go out there and actually start spending money to acquire customers and most of your competition just still can't wrap their mind around that. So if you want a, if you want an advantage, you want to know a big secret, you want to jump ahead of the competition, it's understand the game that you're actually playing because most don't. And go out there and start thinking about, quote unquote, acquiring customers through content creation, through paid advertising and things like that. 
you will far in excess exceed your competition in a way that's just never even, it's just never even you thought possible. And now has not ever been a better time to do that with ad costs down as much as 40% across the board because of the pandemic with a huge, huge, huge chunk of the industry pulling their media spend or their ad spend back because they're kind of afraid or uncertain of what's going to go on. And at this current time, some of the biggest disruptors ceasing activity with the Zillow's and the Redfin's and the Open Doors offer pads, the, the iBuyer activity almost go, grinding to a halt because we don't know what's going to happen. You have an opportunity to go out there and scoop up the attention. I had a great student come in, and I'll leave you with this. He said one time, he or she who owns the mind share owns the market share. And so right now you have an opportunity to go scoop up more mind share, and that's going to allow you to grab a massive amount of market share. So I hope that's uh, good uh, parting wisdom for you. Mind share. I love it, dude. This has been great. And 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 let me give you an endorsement personally. Uh, folks, again, a lot of these people, you know, selfishly as the host of the Lab Code Agents podcast, I get to just talk and learn and, 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 and absorb so much from the people that I get to interview. Grant is one that I actually, a lot of them I don't know. Grant, I knew before uh, coming on and we are working together and we're really excited about uh, doing some things for our group, uh, for our realtor partners and whatnot. I, I believe in it. So uh, thank you again, Grant, for sharing today. I think you shared way more than a lot of your students would like. Uh, I was just thinking, <laughs> I was thinking to that. myself, if you share this with your students, they're gonna be like, dude, shut up, yeah. stop sharing. I always joke with people. I say, you know how hard it is to grow a business where if what you teach works, nobody wants you to tell anybody about it. (laughs) (laughs) So true, man. So true. This has been great. I really appreciate your time today. And I hope everything, everybody gained something from this. And I look forward to our future collaborations as well, my friend. Oh man. Thanks.